Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And I have an incredible woman with me today that we're going to chat with. We met on Clubhouse. And again, I say it like literally every time. If you are not on the app, you need to get on there. There's incredible entrepreneurs on there and connections that you can make. But I have Emily Lyons here, who as soon as I stepped into her room, I admired her. I admired her story. I admired the value she shared. So I can't wait to share her with you guys. So Emily, I'm going to pass you the mic and kind of do a little intro and then we'll go from there. Uh, thank you so much for the kind words. And yes, uh, I love Clubhouse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been an entrepreneur for 13 years. So I started my first business back in 2009, started it uh, as a high school dropout. No idea what I was doing, didn't have any money or experience and had to figure it out as I went. And eventually, eventually, uh, two years in, I was able to get that rickety thing off the ground and and been uh, pushing away ever since, gone on to launch and scale a number of different businesses and a wide variety of different demographics. And I still own that first company that I started way back when. Uh, it's the largest one to date. We've got over now 15,000 active staff across North America. And it's just been an incredible journey. I, I want to kind of go from a little bit from the beginning, right? Because like people that can, that see you now see, especially when you, they see your socials, especially when they see how successful you have become in your business, it didn't start like that. So, (laughs) right. Right. (laughs) So what kind of like trials and tribulations did you deal with from the get go in trying to build your business? Oh, just about everything you can imagine. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have a computer. (laughs) Uh, It just figuring, and and that's what I've learned over the years is it's just figuring it out. It's just problem solving, right? Mm -hmm. Figuring out how you're going to get there, right? Um, But yeah, not having any idea what I was doing. I wanted to run an event staffing agency in the marketing industry and didn't know what marketing meant. So I remember sitting down and Googling, what is marketing? (laughs) So really, when I tell you, I I knew nothing. I didn't. And I also had no money. So I went full all in on my job and had no way to pay my bills. I was young at the time. I I was naive, but I also was lost. So I wasn't happy. And this was the first thing I was passionate about. And that was really what saved me. So yeah, I had just about everything you can imagine thrown at me. Um, Wherever you, whatever you can think of, really, I don't right. <laughs> right. And like, I mean, and I feel like a lot of people think that it, you know, um, if they start a business, it, it, you, you need investors and stuff like that, but you didn't have that at first, correct? Like it no, didn't. No, not right. at all. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Not at all. We have this idea of like, I have to do X, Y, and Z if I'm going to start a business and it's, it's got to be this big, huge thing and I've got to have money and I've got to have investors. You don't need that with the way that the world is. You can start a business as a side hustle from home or using a public library's computer. 
if there is a will, there is absolutely a way. It's not the way it used to be. And I, when I first met you and I first heard you um, on Clubhouse and hearing your story, I kind of resonated a lot with you in regards to loss, right? Yeah. So especially losing um, a sibling. So how did that whole you know, moment for you affect your, your business and your well-being? Because I know that it was hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, so in 2011, two years in, uh, my sister died. She had cystic fibrosis and she'd been sick her whole life, but it was a huge shock to me. And I, I never thought that I'd ever actually lose her. And so it changed everything. It changed me on a fundamental level. Everything about my personality was flipped on its head, how I saw life, how I showed up in the world. And so my business, um, and it ended up serving me very well, um, because it just, I realized how short life was and I was going to go all in for, for her and for me. And, and if she wasn't here, I was going to live life for the two of us. And I just really realized that this is our only life. We've got one shot. Worst case, we fail or we fall on our, flat on our face. But if we've got air in our lungs, we can keep going. We can do something else. We can try something else. And it was so hard. And I know you know that, but mm-hmm. getting through that initial grief and for the first year, I was just destroyed. And so finding how to use the, those intense emotions to propel myself forward instead of hold me back because I, there was a standstill where I could see going in either directions. You know, I was drinking heavily after she passed and it was like, this was either going to lead me down a very dark path or it was going to, I was going to be able to use it to push me forward. And luckily I was able to, to get help a couple months after and quit drinking and all of those things. And I really dove into my business and things that lit me up inside and my passions and using her memory and integrating that into different things that I did. And so, yeah, after the fact, it, it helped me in a lot of different ways. Of course, it destroyed me and, and I still miss her to this day, all these years later, every single day, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, great love comes great loss. mm -hmm. Yeah. It never gets easier, but that I'm, that's your power. That's your drive. It will Mm -hmm. constantly be that for sure. Mm -hmm. And I want to, I want to honor you and everything that you've done so far in your success, because I mean, you, you are, you are doing incredible things. And I hope that my my next question for you is with all the success that you've had so far, have you taken those moments to like, look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of those small successes that you've done? I think like all entrepreneurs, right? We're always looking at the next thing, the next mm-hmm. thing, the next thing. And it's it's funny when we stop and we look back or we go back and we read old goals and, and we do see how far we've come. But I'm always focused on what's next, what's bigger, what's better. And I think, you know, we all have that when we're, we're self-employed and have big dreams. But it's funny because when I look back at my initial goals for being an entrepreneur, I wrote down, I wanted to make $30,000 a year. And I wrote, if I can make that, I can afford my terrible little basement apartment and I'll be happy because I can afford that and food. And that was all I wanted. The ability to have the freedom to work for myself and just afford my life. <laughs> so it is, it is funny to, to look back and see. And, and, you know, when you get started and you, there's so much doubt. I think we all have that doubt, that imposter syndrome feeling where we don't feel like we're capable of, of any of this. Um, and when you see, you can just smash it all out of the park. Yeah. 
it's incredible. But no, I'm bad with with stopping and, and looking back at things. But when I do, it's pretty incredible. Or when I come across a note or something or a journal and I see and it's like, wow, that was my target. And I definitely see like a pattern because I've asked this a few times to people and it's always the same thing. It's like, we, we do look for that next thing, that next thing. But I think it is so important to do that little, to, to, to like to be in that small win and to really feel proud of yourself because I mean, yes. you know, it's that's that inner I, work. Yeah. And that is, that's what life is all about is celebrating those moments because they are so fleeting. Mm-hmm. We work so hard to achieve them. And then when we get there, yeah, we don't, we don't, take that step back and like, Oh my gosh, look what I've done. So true. So true. Um, so for those people that are listening that are, you know, kind of starting in their businesses and like trying to just, just figure it all out. Right. Mm-hmm. What kind of tips would you be able to give them to lead to that stepping stone to get to their pathway in the right direction? Yeah. Learn as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Right? Get obsessed with self-development. Constantly be learning from all different avenues. I mean, we've got YouTube. So we can literally learn anything. We've got Google University. We can Google anything, but constantly learning new skills. And that served me really well early on because I learned everything I could to build my business. So I learned how to do things in the back end of the website. I learned how to do search engine optimization. I learned how to do PR and pitch the media to get features on the company and and myself and things like that. And all of those different skills that I was learning has continued to serve me all these years later. And so just being obsessed with learning the next thing, even if you don't think it's going to help you now, just expanding your knowledge and making those connections and learning from all different walks of life. And even Clubhouse is so fantastic Mm -hmm. for that, right? Because you can hear from so many different people. It doesn't mean that they're they're right, but it's still, it's, it's just so interesting to, to soak in all that knowledge from so many different people with so many different backgrounds. And I would say that learn as much as you can, and you never know what's going to spark inspiration or help get you to that next level. I love that. I love that. I hope you guys are writing that down because that was definitely, that was definitely <laughs> a mic drop for sure. <laughs> um, so one of my other questions for you is, I want to kind of pivot into your, like sharing yourself on social media, right. And sharing mm-hmm. your story, sharing the businesses that you've had. Um, you're going to get those naysayers. You're going to get those people that are just <laughs> going to be all up on your business and saying, like, who me. is she? So how do you deal with that? Because I'm, I like me, I, I, when I first started my journey, I was like, how do I deal with this? I don't know. Like, <laughs> It's weird, right? right? It's, it's so, so weird. weird that people just feel like they can comment on you or insult you, but they would never walk up to you on the street and do that. Um, it, it, but early on the first, oh, probably seven or eight years, I took it so personally. It's hard. Yep. It is hard. Somebody saying mean things about you, even if you don't know them, it's hurtful. And I remember one time somebody put me on a gossip website and was saying nasty things about me. And I just stayed up all night bawling my eyes out. But eventually you start to get that thick skin and you start to realize it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Now um, I kind of have fun with them. I will, if, if there's a comment, you know, on social media, I'll respond to them, play dumb or just kind of, I'll, I'll correct their grammar or, <laughs> right? Because you start to realize they don't know who you are. And a lot of the comments that I get is, is really funny. Like people will say things like, you know, on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram, someone who doesn't know me, they'll be like, easy for you to say you started from money. 
it's like, well, clearly you don't know my story and I'm not going to sit there and, and defend myself to somebody who's just out to hurt people. And we all know that hurt people hurt people. Obviously they're not happy. Otherwise they wouldn't be trolling people on social media. And so my motto has become bless them and block them. If they're oh, really, I love that. if they're really upsetting me, I'm not, or, or they're not even really, if they're upsetting me at all, I waste my mental space on them. I'm just going to wish them well and block them and send them on their way. I don't need to have them in my vicinity, right? They don't need, deserve access to my circle or my life. And I don't need to defend myself to a stranger. So if it is upsetting me in any way, all the best to you, you're blocked. <laughs> peace, peace. No, I, I love, no, I love that. And cause it is, it is hard when you're in the beginning of it to, to like really, you know, but it's so true. You have to build that thick, that thick skin and know who you are, know you who you are. You know what you've done in your life. And if that's all that matters. If that's on them. If and they I have think if you know that you're operating from a kind place and you know, you're a good person it's a lot easier to withstand those comments, right? Because you know, that's not true. You know, you're a good person. So, and I want to just recognize um, a moment. Uh, I think it's in your Saturday rooms and, and Bobby is such an amplifier of you. And I, and I love <laughs> it though. I love it. But what he acknowledges is for those people that really don't understand where you came from, he makes sure that he makes sure that those people really understand where you came from. Because he knows you and the people that are really close to you know who you are. So (laughs) I just, I love that, that he does that every time because it is true. And and I'm glad that he amplifies you like that for sure. We see these people online and, you know, we're all guilty of it. If Mm -hmm. where we judge them, like the Kardashians, we all judge them. We forget that these people are all humans at the end of the day. They all have feelings and who are we to be judging other people? And so it's been a, a big lesson for me as well, having those people and like not to judge other people. So true. So true. And like, even with your businesses, so how do you, how are you um, making sure that you're aligning with the right people that you're like Mm. onboarding and making sure that they, you know, fit your company and your, you know, your alignment? To be honest, hiring has been the most difficult thing for me since the beginning. It is so incredibly hard to find the right people that believe in your mission, your passion, that want to be around for the long term, that are entrepreneurial, but don't want to go and start their own business and they want to stay with you and that are just good people. Cause there are a lot of people out there that, you know, are, aren't operating from the best place. And I've had issues over the years with lawsuits and things like that with employees that have done not so good things and it's tough, but you learn and, and you start to get better and learned not to look at things like education and background, but to, to really get to know that third person, because you can teach a person anything. If they're a good person, if they've got great values, if they're willing to give it their, their all, um, if they truly believe in the mission, that far is, that's far more important to me than any educational background and things like that. But no, it is hard. It is really, really hard. And also to being a good salesperson and believing mm-hmm. in what you do is going to show through with when you're hiring, because it's going to help you to get those people on board with what you're truly working towards and what you truly believe in and have them believe in it too. And so it comes back to you as well and being able to communicate your, your brand mission and your story and your why and all of that. I love, I love that you said that it also comes to you because you, you are the brand you're trying to build this business. So if if you're not sure, if you're not showing that you love it, what they're not going to be, they're not going to be on board with that. So, and I also was a terrible leader, right? I didn't, I didn't know how to be a boss. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to separate that. And especially too, when you're hiring people that are the same age as you a lot of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you've got to be this, this boss figure. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to separate the two. Um, so it was a huge learning experience. And, and, and I totally was at fault for a, a lot of mistakes that I made early on, 100%. But, um, and that's one of the skills I would have really, if I could go back and tell my younger self, like learn more how to be a good leader spend time reading, researching, and getting the skills you need to lead people better. And I love that transparency. And I think that's so important because I think a lot of people are just like, you know, I'm, you know, when we have these types of discussions, they're like, yeah, no, I don't have any issues. I don't have any problems. So it's nice to hear people that are able to be transparent and say who, who they truly are and how their journey is going. You know what I'm saying? We all have problems. Oh, right? oh yeah. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> we're only, we're only human. But so as we're closing out my, my last question for you, and I always love this, uh, when, they, when uh, I have these interviews and the responses that I get, but the legacy, right? You're building these businesses. You're, you know, and you're, you're single like me, hoping to have a family and whatnot, right? I'm not single actually. Oh, no, wait, no. I, I know. I just don't, I don't share a lot of my personal life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. His name's well, Ryan. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, okay. So you're in a relationship. <laughs> so, say, so think about your future, you know, your future, right? And what is that legacy that you would want to leave for your family? The legacy that I would want to leave for my family is that I was a good person, that I made an impact, that I was kind, um, that I gave back. And, and really, that is what I would want it to be at the end of the day. I love that. And I didn't even mention about your brother. You're, I like I I love your relationship. I really, really do. It and it almost it, it almost makes me emotional because I just love that sim, like that closeness that it's Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so powerful. So mm-hmm. I'd love for you to take a moment and like talk about talk about him and like what your mission is with him and all. Yeah. So I was born the middle child to my older sister, Julia, and my younger brother, Christian, and they were both born with cystic fibrosis and it skipped me. Uh, it's a terminal disease, lung disease. But after we were always really close to my brother, cause he was a baby. He was a surprise. And so my sister and I always babied him. Uh, and then especially after I lost my sister and then we lost our mom, uh, during COVID to cancer, we became even more close, but it is that, that, that sibling bond. And also uh, sort of like a motherly bond to him because he is younger and he is sick. Um, but it's just incredible. That sibling bond. He was actually just trying to call me there a minute ago <laughs> me as soon as he wakes up, but it, it is such a powerful thing. And, and it's such a blessing to have him, but I'm just helping. I, one of my biggest passions is helping the CF community, helping, uh, families that are going through life-saving transplants, which is very common for CF patients. So that's what my foundation does, the Julia Lyons Foundation. We help we help patients like that. And just making sure that Christian gets, that's his name, my brother, the best life possible, that he gets to experience everything there is and and not have to miss out because of his disease. Well, you're such a, and, and I see it and you're such an advocate for it. And I even remember the room you held in clubhouse to, you know, build awareness to it. And you, and I'm yeah. so, so happy that you raised that amount of money you did. And, um, it's I guess $50,000, I know like crazy. 
And that, 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 that's the beauty of the, that app, like the potential of just the kindness of people. You really see it through that app. There are some kind people on that app for sure doing incredible things. So um, my last thing for all my, I want my listeners to know anything that you have going on, all the links that they can contact you because I know they're going to want to go into your DMs. They have to know you even more. So share all that stuff, especially the lion's den and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, the lion's den is my membership community, which I'm obsessed with. It was like a, it was a labor of love. So I wanted to start something where I could share all the little different tidbits, all the different tips and skills that I've learned over the years, like how to do SEO, how to pitch the media, all those little secrets that really get you to the next level. And then bring on all different incredible guest speakers, different friends of mine that can come on and teach them that they normally wouldn't have access to. And so that's really what the den is. Uh, You can learn about that if you go to emilylyons.team. And uh, everybody is welcome to connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Emily Lioness on Instagram and Miss Fatal on Twitter. And, and I'm happy to, to connect with everybody. But uh, this was wonderful. Well, I, I, I'm, I appreciate you, Emily. I really, really do. And trust me, guys, like if you do send her a DM, she responds and it is her. It's not it's, it me. It, it is her. It's not a bot. But um, again, I just appreciate you. And this is why I love doing this because I know, you know, that like when I go on the app, I'm very quiet. I listen, but I listen and I hear the value that's shared there, but this is what I love to really have that one-on-one conversation. And I appreciate you, Emily. I really, really do. Thank you so much. And I'll talk, we'll talk soon. We'll see you. I'll see you on the app. Yeah. I'll see you on the app. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm, that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bellamel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.